Beautiful second act is supported by Freya Cooling Jewelry. Are you hot? I mean, do you get hot flashes as one of the many symptoms of menopause? You know what I'm talking about, right? Those deep ones that start in your core and you feel it build up until you become a volcano of a sweaty hot mess. Well, hot flashes are making you feel miserable and out of control. You don't have to suffer anymore. Introducing Freya Cooling Jewelry, a revolutionary cooling solution designed to provide discreet and instant relief for women experiencing hot flashes. Freya, a new lifestyle brand created by Shalisa McNeil, offers a beautiful way to beat the heat of hot flashes due to menopause or just overheating in general. Made of eco-friendly materials, Freya Jewelry uses the power of evaporative cooling in a new way. It's hydropowered. Just add a little cold water to the Freya bracelet to activate the cooling relief. It's stylish, durable, hormone-free, hypoallergenic, and antibacterial. Designed by the number one Austrian crystal jeweler in the world, Freya's patented cooling technology provides quick external cooling relief for hot flashes when you most need it. It's a first-of-its-kind jewelry innovation that discreetly helps you manage discomfort your way without letting anyone else know your business. Don't let hot flashes interfere with your agenda. Keep your cool with a Freya bracelet because every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident no matter what life brings. Grab your cooling stylish bracelet today at myfria.com. That's M-Y-F-R-I-A.com. And for a limited time, use the code SECONDACT. That's S-E-C-O-N-D-A-C-T number 50. So SECONDACT50 to receive a discount on your purchase. That's myfria.com. And at checkout, use SECONDACT50. Links will be in the show notes. Well, you've almost done it. You're almost there. You've almost completed another year. How does it feel? How did you make it through the holiday? Did you do okay during Christmas time? Or Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate? Did you snap the head off of any of your family members? Did they get on your last friggin' nerve? Or did you celebrate in a blissful state, reminding yourself of how fortunate you are to be surrounded by people that you love? or to be doing whatever it was that you wanted to be doing. Whatever it is, even if the holidays did not go according to plan, you've almost made it through another year, and that in itself is enough to celebrate. I'm going to ask you next, what do you believe is possible for your life? You know, the possibilities are infinite. It's just a matter of how you think, how you feel. Let's get into it here at Beautiful Second Act, our very last episode of 2023. Hang on, we got more. Are you in midlife or beyond looking for something more? Are you curious about what might light you up in the second half of life? I think it's time for you to rediscover your desire to live a more joyful life. After all, don't we all deserve to live a vibrant and adventurous life? Isn't that what you signed up for? Welcome to Beautiful Second Act Podcast where we are all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. If you're on a journey to find your truest and highest self, then this is the place for you. Join me for some insightful conversations with inspiring people that dream big and no matter their age are seeking the things that motivate them. People that are answering the call to live fully. You'll also hear some of my personal stories about creativity and growth. 
I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast, and welcome to our very last episode of 2023. Oh my gosh, coming at you the day after Christmas. Are you breathing? <laughs> Did you remember to breathe? <laughs> I mean, uh, I have to tell you, I, I'm recording this just before the Christmas holiday. And I'd like to tell you that I thought I had all my stuff, you know, figured out. I thought I had all my shit together for the holidays. I thought I was doing pretty good at dealing with the stress. And then I went into my kitchen and I was trying to like make a list of all the things that I was going to need for, you know, the, the last few days before like the Christmas Eve and the Christmas day and the Christmas dinner and all these things. And I was going to make these special um, cherry bars that my husband and I really like. And they're red, so they're festive and they're, they're fun and they're tasty. But they have um, almond extract in the batter. And I couldn't find the almond extract. And I was going through my baking cupboard. And I swear to God, <laughs> I, I almost had a complete and utter freaking meltdown because I could not find the almond extract. So uh, clearly, I did not have my shit together as good as I thought I did. And then um, I was texting a very dear friend of mine, Marianne LaRusso, who's been on this podcast with me before. She has a great podcast called The More Beautiful Project, and um, which, by the way, you're going to want to listen to More Beautiful Projects. She's really fun over there. But um, she says to me when I told her, I said, yeah, I, I thought I was doing really well until about a half an hour ago. I almost melted down over not being able to find the almond extract. And she says, yeah, it's funny how no matter how many Hallmark movies you watch, no matter... <laughs> No matter what a great planner you are, no matter how organized you are, there's always those last minute stressors and uh, get you running around and, you know, you have to remember to go easy on yourself. So I was thinking, oh, thank God she said that, you know, because I'm always telling everybody else to find your grace, to follow grace, to give yourself grace, especially when you're stressing out thinking that you've got to do all these things. The holidays can be extremely stressful, but I'm hoping you made it through unscathed. And even if you didn't, guess what? You survived it. <laughs> so we're moving on into a brand new year, into 2024. And as we're moving into this blessing of the, um, the blessing of being able to start again, you know, we get a brand new year, we get a brand new start. I want to ask you, what do you believe is possible for your life? What do you believe is possible for your life? Because you have to decide. It's your life. You know, um, I've been journaling for several years now, and the one thing that I found really helpful is when um, you pick up a journal that has prompts in it that asks you the questions that you have to kind of answer for yourself. And, you know, start your, start your new year with asking yourself that question, what do you believe is possible for your life? Also, what are you passionate about, Right. What is it that lights you up? Because this whole thing about this whole premise of Beautiful Second Act podcast and Beautiful Second Act, um, the Facebook group, the community, the whole reason I started all this is because I wanted you to start digging deep and excavate out of yourself. What is that nugget that lights you up inside? What is that thing that brings you joy? What is that thing that you enjoy doing or um, creating? What is it that makes you smile, that brings you that tingly feeling inside you that makes you feel young again, that makes you feel inspired and enthusiastic. What makes you feel 
like you're connected to yourself, that you, you realize that that is honoring exactly who you are when you do it or when you go there or when you create whatever that thing is. That's what I'm hoping for you. And that's what I wish for you to contemplate and trying to discover um, now and in the new year coming up. Something that Oprah Winfrey said uh, was only you have the power to take the responsibility for your own life. What matters now is what you choose to do in this moment from this point forward. So I liked that. I really liked that because it, it is your responsibility, it is my responsibility, it is our responsibility to take control over our own life. And even if you're coupled up, if you've been married for decades or, you know, if you're newlyweds, um, it doesn't matter that you are um, in a relationship. It's not that other person's job or responsibility to make you happy. Now, it definitely enhances our happiness to have someone in our lives, but they are not responsible for your happiness. You have to find it within because life is going to throw you all kinds of shit. We get all kinds of curveballs that get thrown at us. And it is our own responsibility. And I got to tell you, this year, 2023, was really and has been really difficult for me in some aspects. One of the most difficult things of my entire life happened to me this year, and that was the loss of my father back in May, two days before my birthday. And I got to tell you, it is my responsibility to be able to get up every morning and to be able to move forward and to move through my grief and to... Um, experience my life um, because my my friends, my family, my loved ones cannot help me with my grief except for to be there for me. But they're not inside my head. They're not inside my heart in a way that uh, directs me. It's me that's directing me. It's my soul, my spirit, my decisions, my choices that direct me. So when you come across difficult times, it is your responsibility to navigate through it and to not try and avoid it, but definitely let yourself feel all the things you have to feel in order to move through the grief because grief is one of those crazy things that will spring up at the most inopportune times. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about like pushing your grocery cart through the grocery store and having some song come on overhead and then some friggin' grocery store. I mean, right there in public with God and everyone seeing you and you start tearing up, you know, on the produce aisle. <laughs> it's like... Uh, you know, how embarrassing is that? And then people have no freaking idea what's bothering you. And, you know, they're either afraid to make eye contact with you, <laughs> which you're praying that they won't, or they want to come and console you. And you're like, oh, dear God, Jesus, please do not touch me. Do not talk to me. I just got to get through this freaking store. So I say that to tell you this, please do not be one of those people that say, I can't wait for this year to be over. I just want to be able to start a new year. You know what? You have to look back at this year, no matter what you've been through, and find the goodness in there somewhere and at least congratulate yourself that you made it through. You know, honor yourself and all the things that you have learned, all the things that you have accomplished, all the things that you have endured, and say to yourself, hey, I did okay. And the reason why I tell you to not be one of those people that say, God, I wish that this whole year just get over with. I just wanted it to be over with. You know, if I learned anything from my dad, it was the one thing he always would tell me from the time I was a small child when I kept hoping for another day or wishing for the future. He'd say punk, because that's my nickname. It was punkin, then it was punky, and it went down to punk. <laughs> He'd say, punk, don't wish your life away. Whatever you're going through right now, this is the moment you're in. Don't wish your life away. Tomorrow will be here soon enough. 
And right now, whatever it is that you're going through, this is it. This is what you right there, right there, what you're going through right now, that's living. So don't wish your life away. It will get better. And um, he was always right about that. And it was hard. And it, you know, it's never easy to be able to sit in the stew of the, the grief or the stew of the stressors or the anxiety that we have to endure as being human. But when you're sitting there going through a difficult time, if that's what you're going through, or if you're saying to yourself, you can't wait for this year to be over, say to yourself instead, gosh, I'm breathing in and out. I can actually feel, you know, um, that means you're alive. So what a blessing being alive is because it means that we get to live another day to be able to experience something, you know, and the wonder of it all, right? It's just, it's a miracle. So as you go into the brand new year, I hope that you celebrate New Year's um, in, a, in a wonderful way. Just even if you're by yourself, I, I hope that you will smile and, and toast to yourself and be grateful that you've learned something over the last year and that you have so much to look forward to for the coming year. And ask yourself that question. What are the possibilities for this life of mine? What is it that I could do to make it better? What is it that I can embrace? How can I improve? Because it is your job to constantly improve. We're supposed to be reaching for that higher branch. We're supposed to be looking beyond. We're supposed to be telling ourselves, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. However, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be just a little bit further. You know, those tiny little micro shifts, those tiny little nuggets that just bring us a little bit closer towards our highest self. Beautiful Second Act is sponsored by Daniela Stevens Coaching. If you want to experience a deeper connection around sex and intimacy, start with clarity, knowing more about yourself from the type of love that fills you up and lights you from within to the kind of sex that inspires your fullest expressions and fulfills your deepest desires, supports you to understand how you're wired and the ways in which you operate with regards to pleasure. Certified sex and intimacy coach Daniela Stevens works with couples and individuals like you to clarify what's important to you in your relationship, to create a life filled with the sex you want and the intimacy you desire. To work towards confidence around how to pull it all together, sign up for her free six-day email course at daniellastevens.com forward slash bedrock. The links will be in the show notes. What I believe and what I consider to be my job in this life on this earthly plane is that I believe I'm here to be the best me I can possibly be. And that's what I think each and every one of us is designed to do is to learn and to grow and to become, we're constantly evolving, become the best version of ourselves. Because then and only then are we bringing the best version of ourselves to the world. That means that we are gracing them with our offerings, with, with our gifts. And, you know, some people say, well, I don't have a gift. I don't have a purpose. You know, if you're just a caring, kind individual, that is a gift. That is your purpose. Um, if you are talented in some way, whether that be in the arts, you know, if you're a painter, a sculptor, a writer, um, a musician, um, those are your gifts, you know, offer those to the world. If you have a skill like in carpentry or uh, plumbing or organizing for people, you know, that's a gift. Whatever it is that you're good at, 
that's a gift and that is your offering to the world. So never underestimate the power of your gifts. And sometimes people will say, well, you know, other people are doing it so much better than me. You know, I'm at the, you know, I'm at the midlife or the later part of my life. And, um, you know, I've, I've missed my opportunity to, to do these offerings or to, to be the best version of myself. It was back, back long ago. Now I'm just, you know, I'm all washed up. Beautiful second act. I wanted to create it because I wanted to show everyone what I felt inside myself. And that is we are always getting better. Just like fine wine, (laughs) y'all. We are always getting better. And even though the skin may start to sag, um, you know, and the, the body doesn't look as youthful and as beautiful as it once did in the eyes of certain people, you know, magazines and crap, I believe that we get more and more beautiful as we age, both in the way we look and in the way we are and the way that we contribute. The beauty is always in the eyes of the beholder, right? And as Maya Angelou would say, people may not remember what you did or what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. If you can be happy with yourself and be the best version of yourself, you will be able to make other people around you that much happier. It's this ripple effect that as we gain wisdom with age, We have so much more to offer with our wisdom and with our kindness and with our experiences that the younger generation can definitely benefit. But even if you have a friend that is the same age as you or older that is feeling down, just by you being the best version of yourself, you will exude that happiness, that grace, that joy, and that will spill over into them. It is a beautiful life. It is a great gift to just be able to wake up in the morning and feel gratitude for being. You know, I've known a lot of people who feel stuck, and that's, one, that's another reason why I wanted to start Beautiful Second Act. And when there's a new year approaching, people tend to sometimes feel a little bit anxious about examining their life because they think with a brand new year, it's time to examine their life. Well, if you're examining your life, first of all, start with gratitude. Be grateful that you've made it this far, right? But the second thing is, is learn to love yourself and learn self-acceptance, accepting yourself for exactly who you are and where you are right now. Because you have learned a lot. You have been through a lot. You've experienced so much. You don't get to be midlife or beyond unscathed, right? We've been through a lot of stuff. And there's probably a lot more to come. But even though some of it's difficult and some of it is gut-wrenching and very heartbreaking, a lot of it is beautiful, glorious, and just, it's magical to be able to be in this life. But if you don't know how to love yourself, if you don't have self-acceptance and self-love, then you're not going to be able to offer the best version of yourself to the world. One of my absolute favorite spiritual teachers of all time is Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he says, if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Not only that, you won't be good at loving anyone else. Loving starts with the self. So even though you may have people that love you, sometimes if you are really beating yourself up all the time, like, and I'm I'm speaking from experience, y'all. I went through many decades of sporadic depression and like I'd be like really good for several years then all of a sudden I'd go into a very dark place for long periods of time and it's hard for people that love you to love you when you're not loving yourself 
It's hard. Think about it. Another, another thing I'm going to steal from my dad is when he'd say, you know, when you go to a party, do you think that everybody wants to gravitate towards the sad sack or does everybody, or does everybody gravitate towards the happy-go-lucky guy? All right. That's the truth, though. People want to be around other people that are happy. And that's because how you're feeling makes them feel good, right? If you're feeling happy, it makes them feel happy. So I'm not suggesting that we go Pollyanna here and that we're constantly faking it, right? Because that's not good. But what I am suggesting is when you get into that dark space or when you're feeling low and depressed, find the small things. Make yourself a list of all your good attributes, all of the wonderful things, the great qualities that you do have, and then honor those and tell yourself, I'm going to treat me really good today. And I'm going to be honoring myself today because everywhere you go, there you are. You can't escape you. You better be your own damn best friend. And whatever advice you would give to someone that's close to you that you love and care about, give that same advice to yourself. And moving into the new year, I want you to ask yourself those big, deep questions to make you ponder and to make you curious about what's next for you. What is next? Because you know what? You're never too old. There's a woman that I've been following on the internet who in her 70s was very overweight. Um, Her daughter was very fearful of her dying young. And I say young because in your 70s, we shouldn't be dying in our 70s. We should be living longer if we can. And quality of life is a hell of a lot better than quantity. So you definitely just want to make sure you're having great quality of life. Well, this woman was not having that because she could barely move around. She started training with someone in a gym, and she was very slow at it. It took her a long time. But now she is more fit than I've seen most people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. This woman is getting close to 80 years old, and she has so much muscle, and she is in great shape. But not only that, her quality of life is so good because she can do things now. She can go places. She can enjoy her time with her daughter. So it's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to start imagining what your life could be. In one of my journal uh, books that I have here, um, like I said, I like the prompts that are in it. And one of the prompts in it is, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Now, I know that that could be, you know, one of those loaded questions. People end up saying, oh, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why we come up with excuses about why something wouldn't work. But stop thinking about why it wouldn't for just a minute and think about how would it feel if you could do anything that you wanted and know you could not fail? What would that look like and how would it feel? And was there ever a time in your life when you felt like you were doing exactly what you were supposed to be doing? What was that? How did that feel? And can you get back to that kind of feeling again? I challenge you in this new year coming up to start looking bigger, feeling bolder, and moving towards that thing that really lights you up. Because yes, you can. No, it's not too late. And the best advice I can give you leading into this 2024 year is to surround yourself with a high vibe tribe. That's right. Find the people that make you feel invincible. Find those people that will support you. 
into doing the things that you really want to be doing. Because when you're around people that are uplifting you, that's when you feel the courage to be you. All right, much love to you guys. Thanks so much for being here. Happy New Year. I'll be back talking with you again next Tuesday, um, which will be January 2nd. I hope that you will have a safe, healthy, happy, and wonderful new year. Don't forget to honor yourself. Enjoy every moment. And as always, live your best life in the second half of life. Happy New Year. Cheers, my friends. Thank you.